0: Hey guys welcome back to who watches the watchers go ahead and pop that shit for me Fuck yeah my name is ian this is kenny
1: and this is paul damien oh a little yeah, far. yeah oh get yeah. a
0: little bit closer to that mic don't make too much lip noise please
1: okay <laughs> i'm gonna take this away
0: uh this week we're talking about akira by katsuhiro atomo um we're talking about the manga and the anime This, the book originally came out in Japan between the years of 1982 and 1990, and it came out serialized, uh, are you going to
1: sneeze? What was that? Okay. Trying to avoid the mouth noises. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, it came out serialized in a book called Young, which was a book for, uh, like, I guess young men. Like young adult men. I mean, I don't know, teen to like twenty five year old yeah. men, and so it had a lot of like risque photos of
1: Ooh. women
0: in it. It was like basically like Playboy like the manga. Well, that's the thing. So it, that's gross. These magazines they had their, I guess in Playboy back in the day, I was never. Mm-mm. don't know very I much think, about Playboy. I think that's like a yeah. really
2: little before our time, even. You yeah. know, we we were, grew up in the digital era, baby. We had <laughs> yeah. VHS.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but Playboy had, like, they also had, like, little funny cartoons sometimes, mm-hmm. and they would have little comics and stuff like that.
2: That were sexual, still. Like, they'd have like, yeah. nudity and stuff, but that's where they could have or, have that kind of humor. You know, or
0: it. it was like, locker room, like, funnies. Ha-ha. <laughs> um, but this, this book was like that, but it was like also 200 pages of manga mm-hmm. at the same time so it had like actual photos of actual women
2: and also manga so this was kind of written for rough boys yeah <laughs> that makes a lot of sense
0: yes and so yeah i mean akira we're talking about all six volumes here mm-hmm. paul damien uh, full disclosure i'm gonna let the listeners know you did not
2: read the book yeah i'm a terrible person <laughs> Sorry, you did watch the anime, though, the movie. Yes, I did. And so this um, was
1: not your first time watching it, right? No, actually, it's kind of funny because um, our friend Matt is in town, mm-hmm. and the last time I saw the movie was, with, was him? with him. Wow, when he was in town before he had to ship out. So, did you rewatch it with him today, or no. not today, but just recently? No, no. fuck that dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is he gone now? No, no. I, I think he's still here. Um, I think he was saying I think the he latest wants to hang out. oh so okay but
2: he could have been here talking about akira
1: yeah i mean i can invite him yeah invite him over literally invite him
2: yeah Uh, you watch come on you watch the anime it's akira yeah tetsuo that's my favorite dude the number of times they say tetsuo in both the anime and the manga is hilarious to me it's so there's a lot of name yelling i think that's something he really liked you know just (laughs) getting the names just really driven in there what'd you just text him
1: I just asked him what he's doing. Oh, okay. Wow. Well,
0: so was that your first time watching Akira last time with Matt? Yes. Oh, that actually, was your first time. Yeah. So oh. you've seen it was
1: it was nice. Yes, I did. It was nice to have like a little refresher yeah. on it. It was really cool. Um that movie's really trippy. Like yeah. the anime. It I feel like really trippy. Th-
0: so another thing about the anime, the anime is what kind of revitalized the idea of anime here in the West. Because mm-hmm. before that we had maybe a little bit of Astro Boy, a little bit of Speed Racer. We didn't have too much of this like edge mm-hmm. edge of your seat kind of shit. Or even edgy shit. Yeah. And so that's why I think the anime is so revered here, is because it launched so much like of the anime wave here in America. And
2: mm. I mean, it came out in 1988, but you said the book went all the way into 1990. So that means the it hadn't actually finished before right. they decided to go ahead and make, he he decided to go ahead and make this movie based on his idea. So, yeah. One thing, Paul Damien, that I will say kind of up mm-hmm. front is they are hardly the same thing yeah. it's kind of <laughs> really? wild to think that the guy that wrote the m- manga decided to make this movie based on his idea because they yeah uh, they are they, it it takes a lot of liberties uh, which i was very mm-hmm. surprised with i mean it it essentially tells the the same story in a vastly, I mean, not even.
0: It's like truncated it as hell.
2: Yeah. It, I mean, it shrinks it down to like a pretty surprising way. And w- as we get into it, you'll like the things we'll talk about from the manga will be like, oh, shit, really? Because, I mean, the, they it, it really expands on. And um, one person I was talking to about it talked about how much more who has read and seen the movie uh-huh. uh, was talking on how much more narratively driven. The manga is, and that's why they preferred it. And I was like, that it, when once now having experienced both, that is so true that yeah. the, the manga just takes the time, which is the common mm. factor. But I mean, this is in such a grand scale that it really actually takes the time to get to know the characters. It's trying to get you to, pr- you know, to yeah. rally behind, uh, rather than just being like, hey, you gotta love this douchebag now. <laughs> Have fun.
0: <laughs> no, Dude. that's very true. Um, no, I mean, but yeah, I feel like the anime was kind of revolutionary when it came to style Mm -hmm. and how something like this can exist because it came out the same year as I think it was Oliver and company Mm -hmm. and Oliver and company used half as many animation cells that Akira did.
2: And the, and other lighting effects and things like that were like top, you know, top of the game at that time too. It was like uh, rule bending, you know, animation at the time.
1: Well, as you guys know, I'm Mr. Anime. I love anime. (laughs) That's true. And, um, Actually, really, really enjoyed the art style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. It was, it was really classic. You loved you the know? big old foreheads. Oh hell yeah, dude! Tetsu's forehead. I got a big ass <laughs> forehead. So, <laughs> Do you really? I feel like it. I mean,
0: let me uh, go ahead and pop those headphones off. Let's take it. Let's take a, let's let's, take a let's peek. Let's
2: see this five head.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty big forehead. <laughs> Here, let's, I feel have like a, let's have a, have a forehead, forehead contest. Well, I guess.
2: <laughs> We're all judging the other two. I I can't see my own forehead, but I think you're the loser for sure. I think, I I think me and Paul Damien definitely got receding hairlines. That
1: well, I don't have a receding hairline. I just (laughs) don't have a fucking
2: yelled at Paul Damien. (laughs) Oh, did I yell it?
1: Kinda, a little bit. Hey, what do you mean? I'm going bald. (laughs) Yeah, Kenny's going bald, guys. I have plenty of hair.
2: Um, <laughs> Luckily, the audience can't see any, if any of this.
1: If anybody's yeah. going bald, I just want you guys to know that I have plenty of hair. Had to go around. Yeah. You, you brought enough for the whole class. you want some, come on
2: by, just take a pool. Yeah. Here, here's my four hymns ad spot. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, no, I mean, there is there is a lot of forehead in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and manga. Yeah, and manga, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I want to talk about some of the characters that do appear in both versions that aren't um, I guess, Tetsu and Canada, mm-hmm. And one it's of them Canada. being... It, I mean, yeah. It's Canada. I, mm-hmm. dude, <laughs> I'm fine with any pronunciation. Canada is right in my book. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's right. But the colonel is mm-hmm. in both versions. In the movie, he plays the part that's destined for him in the first half of the manga, which mm-hmm. is just, you know, like trying to keep things contained, as contained mm. as possible, Um. In the second half of the manga, he becomes like almost a completely different character, and which I'm is like bummed
2: we didn't get that. Yeah,
0: where he comes he's like he's hell-bent on revenge a little bit. How do you feel about that?
2: I loved it. I mean, that's one thing I guess will kind of the big things you need to know, Paul Damien, that are different and the the things that they think you like need to know that are different between the two is that Akira is not a bunch of test tubes of old <laughs> body parts he is an actual child that yeah. gets pulled from that pod in the manga you know what i mean he's actually mm-hmm. still a living child and so that's important because there is a, a climactic moment we can maybe talk about later where he essentially does a, a second impact he blows up a second time and re-destroys all of neo tokyo and that's so important because it creates exactly the entire second arc to the manga which we just don't even get Mm -hmm. in the the anime which I think once again this comes back to the fact that he hadn't even finished writing the story at this time so I'm curious how it was
0: like Scott Pilgrim rules how many of
2: the books had come out up into this point
0: so when he first started working on the anime it was I think a month into the production or the release of his comic of the manga oh and so that means there was four collection there was four because I think they get 20 pages in every week. Mm-hmm. This is a weekly magazine. Oh, wow. Yeah, so mangaka mm-hmm.
2: is... Can you imagine gotten this story that torn apart over that long of a period of time? That would have been yeah. awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so mangaka is the term used for, like, cartoonist, oh, practically. Okay. practically. And so they pump out... 20 to 22 pages every week for either showing Jump or Young Animal or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so there was only about, you know, four releases of this comic by the time a production company was like, mm-hmm. let's do a movie. And so he already knew kind of what he wanted to do, uh, Katsuhiro Otomo. Mm-hmm. But he, he obviously didn't have the roadmap done. He didn't have it produced or anything. And so... When he was writing the first volume, which is like, you know, almost 400 pages, he realized, oh, he wanted to do it in one volume. He mm-hmm. realized, fuck, there's no way I'm going to do this all in one volume. <laughs> and it's crazy how like how much he wants to expand on every little thing because it it feels so dense, but it also feels repetitive mm-hmm. sometimes.
2: I would agree with that. Absolutely. There's a, There was a lot of like page flipping where I was like, I feel like we've been right here before yeah. like these characters right in the same situation kind of already before a lot of people just kind of randomly wandering off from each other and then ending up on two opposite missions with no real like Reason. conversation on why they ended up in these yeah. places uh, but yeah that was the one thing you really just need to know is that you know akira blows up a second time so we yeah. get this epic second half of the book that ian's bringing up where we have a redestroyed neo tokyo akira is a
1: like a little emperor child yeah Yeah, with (laughs)
2: tetsuo kind of as like his actual like right hand yeah right hand and figurehead the one really pulling the strings um but yeah the colonel becomes this like badass like nomad you know he looks straight out of dune he's like wearing like old rags you know like as a hood and stuff and he has like a cane and he just becomes this uh, like a good character you know and that's a there's a lot of that i mean in the manga which i think is where the movie falls short is like joker yeah <laughs> yeah so true you get a lot more shitty characters at the start because i i hated counting it up for probably the first wow. two volumes and it took me a long time to finally be like all right i can i'm kind of rooting for this guy so, now because
1: so do you think they should make a second movie for it well like a sequel
0: i guess they could technically I don't think that they will ever go back to that well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted, and uh,
2: he retcon the story too much yeah. to make it into the anime. It's almost like he decided, like, I only want the first two volumes to be what the yeah. anime story and is the, exactly. the pinch
0: of the ending. Because, mm-hmm. like, he must have had an idea of how it ends, which is, like, Kaneda going through, like, the creation of time, like, the Big Bang mm-hmm. and reliving other people's lives for a moment and just all that weird shit. Yeah. Um, he must have known that he wanted that to be the ending of the book because it happens in the movie before he finishes the book,
2: you know? Or maybe mm. that was like a homage to the movie even, oh, even itself maybe it was like reverse engineered in that way, True. something I could guess.
0: What if a uh, uh Game of Thrones man does that? George R.R. R. Martin. He's like, "You know what? I'm going to write the last book and it's going to be the season finale you guys all fucking hate." <laughs> <laughs> honestly, oh, I wouldn't God. be surprised. I'd be yeah. <laughs> he,
2: He's honestly the kind of person that loves throwing stone or like fucking with people yeah. like that, so I wouldn't be surprised if you was like, you know what? I'm just gonna write exactly what they wrote. An even worse version of it, you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> just with more dicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more dicks, yeah. yeah. Just, mmm, dicks. I'm just kidding. God damn
0: it. Um, but, no, I mean, Akira, this... Mm-hmm. The f- Akira. I feel like... Yeah, Akira. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Akira. The, the first volume is, I think, the, the biggest... I think triumph of this whole mm-hmm. creation is just the that. first volume because the first volume does a great job of having a beginning middle and end and then every subsequent volume from there is kind of just like drawn out like huge scenes that then have like a cliffhanger and so it's it's kind of weird because I really urge if anyone has uh watched the movie and really likes the movie I really urge everyone to go read at least the first volume of Akira because it's fucking sick. There's, I I would argue that a lot of what we like today when it comes to like Dragon Ball Z and even like Resident Evil Mm -hmm. and stuff like Little Bird, Mm -hmm. I feel like is all kind of heavily influenced from Akira. There's this scene in the first volume where Tetsuo is riding on a motorbike and he's now the leader of the clown gang. 'Cause you know, there's like five or six different biker gangs in the in Neo Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And he's the leader of the clown gang now, and he's literally riding it. Like arms crossed, like leaning back, and he's like <laughs> mentally controlling the motorcycle. It's so
2: fucking sick. And you know what bummed me out what? is that they did that in the anime, but it was the clown boss <laughs> yeah. doing it, and <laughs> it, it made Joker. fucking no sense. Yeah. The Joker would have been, yeah. you know, sitting there doing it. I was like, that. I mean, that's cool, but it made sense when Tetsuo was doing yeah. it and psychically controlling the bike. Yeah, it was like, like kind of just silly. that badass. Yeah, he's just that badass of a biker, I guess. Even yeah. though literally a millisecond later, he's holding on to both handles yeah. because he's getting <laughs> confronted by people. I noticed that yeah I was like well what the fuck (laughs) Um, but yeah there's a lot of nuances like that in the comic that I or the manga that I really liked a lot and if I had to really praise it for something it's uh, the things like that like the usage of like power and like uh, the way he decided to draw a lot of like The, um, yeah, the power, I guess the power usage is what I'm trying to say, the abilities and how they were represented, even beyond just like the floating rocks. But, like, I mean, the explosions is one of my favorite things in this book. Just that big black ball we get page one. You know what I mean? I think it looks sick. God, I said it. Sick. I I said I said it because I went, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I just, I really like, uh, and I feel like you're right that this, Obviously, has influenced, has created such ripples in pop culture and in manga as well as American, you know, uh, comics, comics or and stuff, or even because, action. Yeah. Because so much of this has been like redone you know a lot of the, the ideas stranger i feel like things yeah exactly i was gonna say i feel like so much of the ideas of these comics are have been just re not regurgitated but resought very recently in yeah. things like stranger things exactly. which takes place in the 80s fuck dude
0: <laughs> i mean we can draw a thousand comparisons there about like a bunch of psychic children and like shit like that mm-hmm. it
2: being experimented on by the government because mm-hmm. they are found to have this you know ability. special ability being numbered in you know? <laughs> yeah
0: exactly fuck um how so paul damien Mm -hmm. do you what 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 are some of the aspects of the anime that you really like because then we can like kind of expand on it at the same
1: time Mm. um i'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know i really enjoyed the movie it was mainly the artwork that got me see um there wasn't like i mean there's a story there Mm. but it's kind of just following the paces and watching it um it was a really trippy movie. That was cool. My favorite part is like when that guy, um, well, when they shoot the laser beam from space. Oh, yeah. From the, the satellite, soul. the soul. Yeah. yeah. And then also whenever, um, Tetsuo starts like growing. Oh, shit. Like yeah. huge and just uh, absorbing things.
0: Yeah. I think there's, I think a smarter there's a lot of man. are really cool concepts. Yeah. No, for mm-hmm. sure. I think like a smarter man would say that that must mean like, oh, this is how, like, mutated, like, infants were born after Hiroshima or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's, this this book, like, lives in the shadow of the nuclear bomb. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so, I I did it too. It's almost like a what if. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And so, like, I wanted to compare this manga to almost like this is Japan's version of Watchmen. Where, like, Watchmen mm, okay. uses, like, Dr. Manhattan, literally named after, you know, the project of, you know, creating the atomic bombs. He's a superhero mm-hmm. in this universe. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone who has the the ability to create these huge monumental atomic bombs is the antagonist over over there. You yeah. know what I mean? And so I just, I love that idea because it's, like, I feel like Akira really changed manga forever. mm mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I enjoy in in the movie that there's a lot of, like, lead up to the fact that um, Tetsuo is not going to be able to control his power. Yeah. Like, up to a point. Like, everybody keeps telling him, like, hey, dude, you need you slow down. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: does you he take? Down. Does he take the pills in the? So anime? no,
2: that's one thing that I think, and that must have been a choice to like be more approachable to a younger audience. I have to believe is that another big running theme in the manga, and the only thing they kind of hinted at is fucking Kaneda's jacket yeah. is that everybody's popping pills in that fucking <laughs> book. They're all well, taking I mean... drugs constant i mean they maybe that's what i'm saying they like yeah. soft hint at it but it's like not softly hint they're like yeah. here well, have a pill here have a pill and then once tetsuo has his powers he's like taking handfuls of them just to keep himself level you know
1: yeah that, i mean he steals some from the um from the bartender and yeah here. and then yeah. he like
2: chooses not to take them though right i feel like that's the, like the thing it like shows him like holding him and he like just like drops all of them and like loses his mind or something i don't know that's yeah. where
0: the 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 anime is like it It's like the shadow of everything it wants
2: to tell. You know what I mean? I feel like that, especially like Lady Miyoko. Is that what her Uh name is? Like she was so washed out in the and in the anime in the anime i was like she was like the little old lady in the black sunglasses that was like yelling she Mm -hmm. i don't know if you even remember her but she's a barely do dude she's a huge character in the manga (laughs) she basically becomes akira's counter where when he becomes the emperor of new tokyo um she is like the other person helping all of the refugees refugees and stuff and so she's like you know the person that is like his biggest rival to get an army set yeah. up. You know what I mean? Because a, mo- a lot of people are also going to her because they're poison- he's poisoning, or he's not Tetsuo. Is poisoning all the food that they're giving out yeah. with this drug? Yeah, he's making um, it
0: with the capsules. Because
2: people who have the power, um it like awakens in them if they take this drug. Apparently, yeah. that's what oh, I guess okay. we kind of come from. You know, and so it's like if you don't have the power, it pretty much just drives you crazy and you die. But if you do have the power, then you kind of get psychic powers. <laughs> Yeah. And you don't die, I guess, <laughs> is the deal.
1: That's fucking rad, man.
2: I will say that I liked that they gave him and Ka- or Tetsuo and Kadowi a little bit more of a yeah. real relationship in the manga or in the anime in versus the, anime, the manga. Yeah. yeah.
1: Would you guys take that gamble?
0: What? Oh, taking the pill and seeing if yeah. you can
2: survive and have the power. Yeah. Well, win
0: win. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> either die, bleed out your fucking ears,
1: and shit. All right, guys. So your we eyes all, like, out let's out your say you're in a skulls. group of your friends. Uh huh. Would you take it with your friends and be like, "All right, some of us are gonna survive this oh, with God. superpowers." That sounds like a fucking Some of us nightmare. are gonna die. Like
0: watching, like Matt take the pill and he doesn't survive. There's His... like six of us,
2: and if no, you...
1: the the nightmare is watching Matt take the pill and I die, and that... he he gets superpowers.
2: He'd probably be the only one who would live. That'd be our luck. <laughs> he <would> be <laughs> he'd be the only one. We'd all die, and he'd <laughs> just be standing there like <laughs>
1: fucking
0: loser. Holy shit, Matt would be Tetsuo for sure. <laughs> he would actually (laughs) his noggin would grow a little bit
1: (laughs) (laughs) his hairline would go back actually (laughs) yeah yeah,
0: for sure there is a scene in the manga where i think actually he has that costume very briefly in the anime but tetsuo has the like unruly hair and it's mostly pushed back but he's wearing a tank top and he's wearing gloves Mm -hmm. and he looks like a proto vegeta
2: that's so true Hmm. I think Dragon Ball Z took a lot of influence from the animation of yes. this manga. Is I what can I would, agree with is that. what something I would say. It's like and looking at it, there was definitely times and things you just said where I'm like, God, this looks super Dragon Ball Z in the way that they're dressed, the way that the hair was designed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm like no wonder they gave give everybody fucking spiky hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and anime has been a standard since the fucking 80s. There's the just manga. something
1: about the anime that feels nostalgic. Yeah, like whether you've sure. seen it before or not, it just feels like. Back then. The thing you, know. you
2: can do is appreciate how old it is and how mm. much the animation stands up. That's the one thing I will give the movie. Like, even if it's not that great of a story, and like Ian said, it's kind of a shadow of that's just it. We we read the manga and then watched the, the anime. anime right on its heels, and so it's giving it such a hard thing to compare to. It's like, here's this gigantic Expansive huge story, and now here's it in a nutshell. You yeah. know?
0: <laughs> Did, Did you all watch the movie together? No. No. Oh, okay. If we had, we would have been like, oh... Fuck.
2: Like, Did y'all watch Dub or Sub? That was the other thing I wanted uh, to ask. I watched, I watched it Dub. I watched it Dub. Okay. Yeah. Did y'all like the voice acting? Because that was the other thing. I that, thought it was great. I, oh, really? Not, it threw me off not, a little bit.
1: <laughs> not great. Like, I, think, I I I thought it was funny.
2: I think it, it's reminiscent. It yeah, feels
1: nostalgic, the voice. It
2: feels straight out of the 80s. But yeah, yeah kind of his first line where he's like, You like the bike, Tetsuo? I was like, oh, <laughs> geez. That's going to be the voice coming at him the whole time he sounds 40. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think that's the same actor who played... Uh, Leonardo in the original Ninja Turtles.
1: I, I, I couldn't. Guess. I couldn't pinpoint. I've heard his voice and the Colonel's voice before. Uh, you can look up the IMDb for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm about to do, baby. <laughs> mm. What um, ahead are you you? One thing
0: that I really like from the anime is, uh, like Tetsuo's whole, or not Tetsuo, Kaneda's whole like get up. We don't really see that in the manga, which is such a surprise because we see him in that outfit so early on in the anime mm-hmm. that you, you know that Otomo knew that that's how he looked. Why not, like, one-to-one it? You yeah. know what I mean?
2: Like, it's so weird. No, I really like—I mean, I like a lot of the character design. I wish Kanada and K looked a little more different than each <laughs> other. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be an honest criticism, especially in the black and white manga when they are wearing an identical outfit. There was yep. definitely a couple of shots where I was like, fuck, Who's who am I looking at <laughs> right now? <laughs> um, but beyond that, no, I really like. Exactly the the outfits and I was bummed. That's where I was bummed that we did read it. You know, in the black and white manga, and I was, you know, you sent, you know, yeah. you were going to talk about this on here that you were able to find those colored copies yes. so we could see some of the colored in uh, art. So
0: I, I did a I did a no no. Mm-hmm. It's okay, okay, but go on. Yeah, no, tell. You can say, do you want to oh, say okay, the no no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I went. I, I've been wanting to see these color scans for mm-hmm. so long that I actually went online and I found. Um, I, I guess it wasn't a torrent because it downloaded it in a zip file. But I found the colored editions from Marvel. So Marvel originally, oh really? Yeah. So Marvel Ooh. had an imprint called Epic, and they were the first ones to release this in America, the Akira. Mm-hmm. They did the flips, so it was read, you know, left to right, and they did the localization and they did the digital coloring on it. That's badass. And so it ran for I think thirty-eight issues. But I didn't actually get a chance to go through the color editions. Oh, did, did you look did you, through them? Yeah,
2: no, I looked through them quite a bit. And I, I love them, honestly. And funny enough, I love the fact that we get a little bit more detailing on some of, like, the color schemes yeah. of some of the outfits. You know what I mean? It just gave me a lot more. It was able to make me appreciate oh, fuck, that looks so individual bad. characters for who they were a little bit yeah. more. You know what I mean? Like, reading this, oh, nice. I was like, that's Yamagata, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it just really, like, drove home when I was finally getting to pull run through them that I was like, these... These characters like the make shadows. so much more sense seeing them later on. You know, like Kai is such a good example yeah. that I kind of – reading – when he shows up later on the story, I was like, I don't even remember this guy. <laughs> but to yeah. look at the color pages, I'm like, oh, he looks – that's obviously Kai, yeah. you yeah. know, like seeing the early panels. So um, I really liked the colored images. It shows that I, I think – I don't think they – Comics need necessarily need that, but it, I think this one benefits from it. For personally, sure. you
0: know. I agree for sure
2: because I know you had mentioned that Chyzerowski, you know, or whoever didn't yeah. appreciate it so much, it, you know, well, and that's he, showing like an artist kind of. He didn't appreciate
0: the uh, oil paintings at the beginning of oh, every volume. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> he d- he thought that they were kind of lackluster compared to the line work within the volume,
2: within the actual volumes themselves.
0: Did you find out what you were looking for, Paul Damien?
1: Yeah. Um, so the guy who voiced Canada uh-huh. is actually also in Demon Slayer. Oh, nice. shit. Who um, does he play? He's in a One Piece movie uh, in Demon Slayer. What's his name? I'll look him up. Um, Johnny Young Bosch. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's the English. Uh, actor. Who is yeah. he in Demon yeah. Slayer? I'm going to look it up. Um, Gaiyu. Oh, he's Gaiyu. Okay. Is that the... And, oh, okay. And
0: other voices mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Gaiyu. That's cool. So that
2: is... Kaneda. That's Kaneda. That's fucking cool. He's a much nicer guy in Demon Slayer. (laughs) He was also...
1: This guy was also Danny Rand um, slash Iron Fist in Marvel Ultimate Alliance number three. Oh, interesting.
2: Dude, Mm -hmm. honestly, I think voice actor careers are so wild because they're so all over the place like that sometimes. You know what I mean?
1: He was Nero in Devil May Cry 5. Oh, are you going through his IMDb? (laughs) Yeah. I, I know there's something else where I recognize him from. He's in... He's Zero in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Who
0: is Zero?
1: Um, What the fuck? Who's Zero? Is that Mega Man? Oh, I guess
0: he plays like the assist trophy because he's not a playable character.
1: (laughs) Oh, he's in Seven seven Deadly Sins, the anime. Okay, that's probably more where I recognize him from.
0: Well, I mean, he's obviously been around for a long time, this Mm. guy. He's been doing
1: dubs for a while. Yo, he's in Digimon.
2: If you could do voice acting mm-hmm. for a character, we'll say in, in a superhero in okay. Marvel or DC, who do you, who would you want to do?
0: Interesting.
2: They were just like, "We're gonna do and we're gonna do an Avengers movie. Who do you want to play? Like Ooh. you're gonna be in it for sure, but we'll let you be whoever you want. You can be Black Widow."
0: Could I, <laughs> I feel like I could probably deliver the comedic. This is a weird choice because I don't necessarily like this character, but I think I could do the comedic chops of Deadpool. A really? Little bit.
2: Yeah, I could just be like. Hey pal, that's a grenade. What are you doing? <laughs> See, that could be Deadpool. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, actually. <laughs> what about you, Paul Damien? Who do you think? Who, what's who do you think you mm, could play?
1: That's that's tough. You I, could
2: be, because
1: I don't think I could play anybody. I agree. <laughs> but, <laughs> are
2: you talking I, about from Paul Damien? No, I mean me. Oh okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking yeah. shit. Yeah, Paul Damien, you're trash, bro.
1: God, that's tough because I'm just such a stan for everything I'd have to be like a like villain like, like fucking that.
2: Jason Hammer or something Did I don't even think oh, I, I would I'd would be... I would, I would have to be like a D-rate villain like that you uh, know? okay shit
1: I would want to do a dub over Adam Driver in um, Star Wars just, <laughs> just <laughs> not not anything against Adam Driver I just think it would be funny
2: you have to verbatim yeah. say what he says exactly. you can say however the fuck you want yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the power to do it. <laughs> Damn, that sounds sensual. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'll make everything sexy. <laughs> just, just a little sexy. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll we'll do some more. We'll
0: talk some more comparisons about Akira. How's that sound? Yeah, sounds good to me. Hell yeah. Okay. Mm. Are we
2: going to have some motorcycle sounds when we come back in? Like Dude, what? I should have
0: fucking.
2: I should. Well, you can do them.
0: <laughs> we'll be right back.
2: all right guys welcome back to our akita episode (laughs) that's kanada being the uh, worst version of himself yeah and why he's such a difficult protagonist to enjoy
1: oh and i found i found where i recognize him from he's ichigo in bleach
2: oh okay that's a that's a big one and that's the main character of bleach right yeah have you watched all of bleach yes I i remember
0: i remember when you watched the last episode
2: you know, what I, you know what i have to say about or how i my experience with bleach was mm-hmm. is they were showing it on adult swim and they started on like episode one and i like coincidentally started watching it that night and they probably showed like the first 25 episodes every week and i was like keeping up with yes. them every single They're week they were showing
1: like two episodes a night at some point point. and
2: then literally like the next week i went in i went i was like so excited and they had skipped like an entire season and they were like in a whole other situation i was like what the fuck? And I was super confused what was going on <laughs> and they just, and then then every week after that they just kept going with where they like picked it up from and I was like, all right, well I guess I'm done with the show because they like <laughs> didn't continue from the shit that I was watching. So, How we got, are you? so know, the 12, problem
1: 13. with this anime was that with, uh, with Bleach? With Bleach, okay. with the anime of Bleach. Uh, first of all, like, same thing with Akira, mm-hmm. that There was so much more after the anime that Mm. was in the manga that they didn't show. But at the same time, I think... Is there 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 a fuck
0: ton of episodes still?
1: Yes, there are. But it's not one consecutive story. There's like a bunch of side arcs that they go on because they caught up to the manga. And then they, I guess they didn't want to wait. So So they they just just made some 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 extra stuff. Yeah, That's interesting. So like there could have... Honestly, Kenny... You could have been on track watching it, and then one episode, it's one storyline, and then the next episode, it's a completely different storyline for, like, a whole season and a half, and then they jump right back to where you were. That's wh- so fucking where weird. Where you cut off. Yeah. And so that's, a lot of people have a lot of problems with Bleach because of that. Um, But that's definitely, like, one of the, same thing like Akira, where yeah. it's much better to read the... Manga, um, manga for it. Yeah. Have you
0: read any of Bleach?
1: Uh, just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's cool. I, I wouldn't mind... Like, I want to try and dive into manga a little bit more, but I think we would only have to do... We would only do, like, maybe two volumes. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, this standard, is... Yeah, this... Standard manga is, like, much shorter than this. This. This yeah. is
2: a big read. I mean, we I think we took on the challenge pretty well, but uh, it was a lot, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we
1: was... sure did, guys.
2: <laughs> but like you even said... um, Parts of it were a baby bit repetitive. So, I mean, there was kind of a little bit of page flipping in the sense of being like, okay, I can kind of burn through this. You know what yeah. I mean? There was definitely little parts where I, like, even the visuals were, like, stuff that we, I feel like we'd even kind of seen. Like, the, a lot of, when, once we get this city destroyed and stuff, I'm like, oh, this is the beginning of the book. I'm like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to talk about the midway point in the manga mm-hmm. for Paul Damien. So, okay. you know how in the anime, the three telepath kids kind of come together to try and fight um, Tetsu a little bit yeah like just a, a little bit in the in the manga they come together to try and reunite with Akira but because like Akira a living boy mm-hmm. but Akira I feel like the idea in the manga is that his power is so expansive that it's kind of like deleted his personality yeah he's
2: basically, okay. basically just become an embodiment of the power he's not himself anymore you know he is just like a vessel holding in what would you describe their power as that was something that i was asked and i was like that's kind of a good question
0: i guess it's like extreme telekinesis Mm
2: -hmm. it's like the it's i mean i don't want to i mean it's almost like god in the sense of it's like the big bang you know and one it's like life creating you know well
1: i um my boss actually saw me watching it earlier today oh shit i can't wait to get
0: some boss some boss intel yeah that boss boss logic
1: (laughs) (laughs) But he was like, oh, are you watching Akira? Like, he just saw, like, one split Mm -hmm. second and was like, oh, are you watching Akira? I love that movie. I've seen it a bunch of times. I've watched the, I've read the manga. Oh, you should have had him on the fucking mm -hmm." episode. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go get him. (laughs) Uh, But he was like, I could, you want to talk about it? We could talk about Akira if you want. And I was like, I mean, you could talk about it, but I don't want to talk about it and get everything out. Oh, before, before you, the podcast yeah. so he was like all right whatever i'm leaving and so, <laughs> so he went on so we went on lunch basically uh-huh. um but yeah no uh he was explaining it as like uh, the energy is everything every yeah, living so thing every non-living thing it's literally everything around you it's
0: like a connection to it's like the force yeah exactly joke. Yeah, it surrounds you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, in the in the manga, the the they finally mentally link these three kids. Takashi, um, I wrote their names down yeah, because uh, ta- Takashi made a big impression on me because I know. Yeah, he was. Takashi.
2: Just, God, and I knew all three. It's Kyoko.
0: It is Kyoko and Masuro, and, and Masaru and Masaru. Ah, Masaru. I knew it. Yeah, they they connect with each other and they connect with Akira or Akira and um, Mizu, the rat man. Oh fuck! Mizu like dies in an alleyway in yeah, the fucking dude. anime. In the manga, attack. he's a fucking real notch to deal with. Yeah, and because he has like he's like Scarface or something. He has like a whole array. He's like the of, mafia leader. Basically. Yeah, he's like an army man. Like he has a whole army. Um, but he shoot. He tries to shoot Akira, and he shoots Takashi in the head, and Takashi dies. Oh, what were you looking for? nothing and
2: takashi is number 26 he's the one that like ran out in the road you know and like fucked everything up to begin with and he he gets (laughs) shot in the fucking
0: head (laughs) and so that that synapse like affects akira and he creates the second akira event and that's what descends neo tokyo into the great tokyo empire which it turns into fucking Lord of the Flies meets <laughs> fucking Mad Max, dude. So true. In the manga. It's so dope. Um, I I feel like volumes five, this is more for you, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Volumes, no, actually volumes four and five. Because volume four, Kaneda is missing. Yeah. He's vanished. He's
2: just not around. Yeah, yeah. We think he's dead. Mm-hmm.
0: I was afraid he was Birdman. That weird, like, one-eyed... Oh, really? Go- I was like, fucked. is that... Because, like, he got absorbed by the event. I thought he saw everything. You know what I mean? I'd be kind of badass, actually. Yeah. I was like, don't make that reveal. I was, like, so fucking ready for that to be the reveal.
1: I'm pretty sure Michael Keaton is Birdman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's the Birdman? Yes. Yeah,
0: That's correct. Um, no, but, uh, so, I feel like those two volumes, Volume 4 and Volume 5, I feel like could have been put together into one volume. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would have made this whole thing just a little bit more parsable, in my opinion.
2: No, I definitely agree. And I think there was a point there where I was even kind of like, wait, what's everyone even doing right now? Like, what what is everyone's mission? <laughs> There's just a lot of handing off of Akira mm-hmm. in a lot of the middle part of that book where it's basically like, okay, now we have Akira. Okay, now we have Akira. Okay, now we have Akira. And it's like, okay, why does everyone even want Akira? <laughs> what are y'all going to do with him? You know what I mean? He's just like a... Like a you know vegetable of a child just kind yeah. of standing around. He's not really good for anything. I
0: wonder what <laughs> Lady Miyoko... Is it Miyoko? Miyoko. I wonder what she was going to do with Akira. Because she obviously employed Mizu to put together this task force, which mm-hmm. was Ryu and Kay and everybody, to go and find Akira and they kidnapped Takashi instead. Um, I wonder what she was going to do with Akira.
2: Yeah, like why were they even trying to take... Him in the, I mean, there, and you think she would have had more information and know who Takashi and you know For those sure. three yeah, were, and, so that there wouldn't have been that mix-up in the first place. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I mean, at least in the anime, they talk about how they're like, how do they even know about this? It's supposed to be top secret. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, so, I mean, yeah. So one thing in the manga is like Lady Miyoko, the the old lady with the sunglasses. She is number nineteen. It is a big reveal that she oh, is okay. one of the children who is, was experimented on. So she herself has the power, and she has like monks that work with her. She, she's also given the power. I mean, there's there's yeah, so she'll, many more she'll, like, people. Hand it out to people. There's yeah. a bunch of adults in the manga that have the power. That's one thing that that, that differentiates greatly. Is there's probably like. Fifty people in the manga that eventually have the power that we kind of get to see because there's like all of her monks. There's all the ones Tetsuo has. Yeah. as kind of his fighting force, which I love that one big guy in the With glasses. The <laughs> oh yeah, <It's, laughs>
1: it sounds kind of like uh like Dragon Ball Z. It's like, like I'm a Super Saiyan. Now we're all Super Saiyans. Absolutely, absolutely.
2: <laughs> it's a like, cure. Take this pill, and now you're gonna have the power too. Is kind of what it yeah. turns into after a while.
1: Everybody leaves the Matrix. I get you, <laughs> <laughs> dude.
2: The Matrix was influenced by this fucking movie. <laughs> But that's one thing I think, yeah, there's just a little questionable. Some of the motivations in the book sometimes is like, why are we even all fighting so hard over this thing? Like, why do they want Akira? Like, what is exactly what are they going to get from having him not in his safe place? that The government has him anymore. Like, why are they so against the secret of Akira? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I mean, I can get it if you're you find out the government's funding insane money into this thing that nobody really knows anything about. You'd kind of be like, what is this thing? But if you knew it's this big atomic level threat of a child, why would you be so hell bent on releasing it? You yeah, know?
0: no, for sure. Uh, um, I feel like stuff like Tetsu, Tetsuo is easy to explain off where it's like oh he has like a mental like breakdown and so he can't fathom and control this power and he just wants to consume
2: or whatever. And I feel his motivations are much more understandable in the manga a little True. bit which is that especially his motivation to want to find Akira, which is that he's like they basically warn him, like, oh, well, he's the actual true powerful person. You're never going to be on that level. And he's like, well, I want to fucking see this yeah. guy then. I want to see this motherfucker who's mm-hmm. so much stronger than me. You know, he's to
1: prove it. And so that's yeah. his whole,
2: that's why he's so hell bent in the manga, I feel, to find Akita is because he wants to see, like, I bet I can control this dude yeah. just like I can tr- control these three yeah. little ones. You know?
1: In the anime, he just seems uh, drunk on power. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I almost
2: feel like they're, they made more of a point that it's like the power is drawing him to Akita. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. like basically, like basically leading him there, you know. I
0: feel like the anime did a better job at kind of hint or just kind of flat out telling us how Tetsuo even got the power, mm-hmm. which is just like it like unlocked in him when the explosion happened with Takashi. But in the manga, I don't feel like there was anything. It was just kind of like, whoa his his powers
2: off the charts, yo. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: like what 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 does that mean? You know, so just from
2: popping the pills, I guess, and trying had like so. awaken, But why? Oh, had,
0: true, yeah.
2: Why had he never? experienced it before that moment because
0: i think the idea there's a part in the first volume where someone talks about the capsule that he was able to get from takashi and it was like five times stronger oh it was the it was yeah. the nurse's aide the
2: nurse's aide yeah
0: which she said that she was pregnant with Canada's kid and then Kaneda was like cool can I watch you have it thank
2: you for reminding me why I fucking hate Kaneda at the beginning yeah What's dude he's hell? such a douchebag in the beginning of the fucking book yeah there's like really a whole little arc where he's getting the the pills they're taking from like exactly like a doctor's aide yeah. she's like the pharmaceutical aide and so he's like fucking her in order to get the pills and so she's like She's like, "Hey, just so you know, I'm pregnant." And he literally his response is exactly that. He goes, "Cool, can I watch you have it?" And like, and then leaves. And as he's leaving, he goes, "I'll be back later for the normal goodies." And then dips down. And she's just like, and then later on in the book, she like gives him the cold shoulder, like refuses to help him. He's like, "Why is she being a bitch all of a sudden?" <laughs> yeah. It's like God, he's just the worst kind of fucking person.
0: I I, I think it's easy to argue that that's maybe. What the, what the magazine was even kind of made for mm-hmm. you know if we go back to the whole like young magazine it's mm-hmm. made for kids that are like oh I live right now maybe not tomorrow I'm gonna be who I am you yeah. know what I mean like that kind of bullshit.
2: they would have eaten that shit up and be like yeah that's me right there that's how I'd be <laughs> if I got a girl pregnant <laughs> yeah by the way um,
1: speaking of which Matt's not coming over he's just living his life he's got he's got no time to hang out with us and do a podcast well fine fuck so. him so we gotta we gotta do a boo mat. You gotta oh boo mat okay.
0: Do I have a boo? I do right. Nope. <laughs> yeah,
1: there that's it is. good enough. Oh fuck, Matt! Yeah, fuck
2: you, Matt. Look at the discourse you've created. <laughs> Everyone's so upset right now.
0: Look now now when I say this, Matt's a sucky, a sucky baby.
1: Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. Fuck man! those are all real claps.
2: <laughs> thank you audience
1: <laughs>
0: oh l- someone say something good about Matt um got I like matt's car that's that's Elon Musk. <laughs> 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 Matt has a Tesla. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, Akira's dope. Uh, I want to talk about Shioko. I was about to say, let's talk about a
2: few of the characters we don't get to see in the manga. And Shioko is a big one for sure.
0: I fucking love Shioko because she's part of the resistance. She's part of like Ryu's whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, She works with K a lot. And she's a fucking truck. She's like a fucking tank. She walks around with like a machine gun and like, dude, she does so much badass shit in this fucking book. I I feel like, like a monster. Uh, yeah, God, I feel like... It. Yeah, she's huge. I feel like Atomo wanted to do more, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger-type shit, mm-hmm. but he couldn't do it with Kaneda or Kay, so he's like, I guess I gotta create a character for this. <laughs> and so what we thought was, like, a mother to Kay mm-hmm. was actually just a fucking dope-ass, like, beat-em-up mm-hmm. bitch. So, like, she goes around just knocking people's heads. It's so dope. No, I, I love, love
2: that she turned into that, because exactly the first few times we get to see her, she's basically just, like, that stern, yeah, aunt figure, mm-hmm. you know, to her where she's like, what are you doing? Stop hanging out with these terrible boys. And then as everything hits the fan all of a sudden she's carrying on a fucking Gatlin gun yeah. and like <laughs> getting stabbed in the side and like beating yeah. everyone to death. And she's like, holy shit, this woman's like the epitome <laughs> of a badass, you know? That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
0: I was hoping her, well, we do see her in the second half team up with Joker for a couple of uh, minutes where Joker is like the leader of the cl- clown gang and he's mm. like a big, a bigger dude. But I wanted to see her and the colonel in the post apocalyptic world kind of team up and like beat down a whole crew of dudes i thought that would have
2: been sick i'm amazed this that they didn't make a second akido about that whole second arc because there's yeah. so I mean imagine all of that stylized in like early like this late 80s early 90s animation with like the, the fucking robot droids you know oh, like the big the caretakers yeah the big caretakers mm-hmm. so they basically have these giant like it's like the robot from the invincibles they look almost. like or the incredibles okay. or the Incre- I always call them the fucking invincibles <laughs> I, I, from, I
1: completely from, understood yeah, what you're from talking the
2: incredible so they're like big round balls that just have like six wheels you know what I mean on each side but they just they're just like a giant taser that rolls around and fucks yeah. people up They're pretty dope. Um, Big round balls with tasers.
1: Like electric
2: balls? Yes. Sexually electric balls. Hmm. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, like that, and, I mean, the destroyed Neo-Tokyo with, like, all of the, you know, refugees and that kind of stuff. And then the fucking Colonel and Shiyoko being fucking badasses through it all would have all been so sick to get to see. More Saul. You know, I was bummed that that's such a prevalent thing in the manga, too, and we basically got to see it fired once. Once, you
1: know, that reminds me of um Gears of War, which they have a, a gun called the Hammer of Dawn. That's, I was trying to think of what it was called. Yeah.
2: doesn't Halo also have something just like that?
1: I don't think so. I
2: swear it does. It's like no. called like the Spear? Oh, it's thing. called the Halo. The Halos, remember mm. when
0: they used it on the Flood?
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, kind Aren't of, funny. but it's not. <laughs> It's not like that.
0: <laughs> I was trying to make shit up, but, but I guess uh, I was kind of right. Well, yeah, it's all like the no one's It's not
1: like a laser beam, but the flood is the the laser the uh, laser. You really want to get into this? No, I don't. Every time this I try to explain the lore of Halo, this is not I have Halo to podcast. explain like 50 side things it's a to the Covenant of lasers. No,
2: no Halo. Yeah. So the Covenant are the good guys?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the Halo rings destroy everything but the flood. It kills their food source. You're wrong, actually. So they will die.
2: Technically, it you kills You can't kill flood. water. It's not alive. Yeah, but the can't flood kill.
1: can't drink water either. I mean, I mean a flood is they water. They survive on organic material.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You know what? This is true. This is true. A flood is water.
0: Okay. I wanted to talk about possible adaptation of the mm-hmm. story. Now that we know the manga and how expansive it is, I had theorized so I don't know how true it is anymore, but last time I heard Taika Waititi was trying to make an Akira movie. Really? Hmm. And what's weird That'd be cool. Let me I don't
1: trust it up. him wholeheartedly to make any movie. I love Taika. This is such I a
2: serious too. subject matter though.
1: So um
0: yeah, apparently it's been canceled. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I
1: also wanted to know Is how the... far ahead, ahead do they schedule the Olympics? Like when <laughs> I they... to talk about that too. When they made the manga, did they know that? No, they
0: didn't.
2: There's a big coincidence. So,
0: so the anime accidentally did that because in the manga it takes place in 2031, which would be on a fourth year, mm-hmm. and so the ne- or you know 2032 would be the fourth year. And so what I think they wanted to do with the anime was make it 2019 because that Mm -hmm. was also the same year that um, Blade Runner took Mm -hmm. place. Oh, okay. And so they're like, if we want to localize it in a a common way and, and meet halfway with those people who already love cyberpunk shit... We just make it in the same year. It's gonna look fucking dope. You know what I mean?
2: And people like make Easter eggs of these being in the same universe and shit. You know, yeah. that's such an easy way to make everyone love everything.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so I think it's insanely coincidental because they did that—that <laughs> that it Tokyo did have the 2020 Olympics. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> I think it's Honestly. so cool. Um, but adaptation for this. So the Taika Waititi thing has been canceled, which I'm okay with because. I have an idea. Let and the I, man
1: do what he wants.
0: <laughs> I have an idea. So, weirdly enough, here in America, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio owns the rights to Akira. Like, what? Like, the adaptation, a live-action adaptation to Akira. There has to be a story behind that. I think he probably just purchased it after he loved the anime and then had that fucking dope-ass Titanic money.
2: What He's, if it was that like, he a was fucking all, blind auction? He, didn't, he <laughs> thought he was getting, like, a cool motorcycle or something? <laughs> But like,
1: isn't that just like insane? Like, as like a like, if you were a rich person, uh-huh. just be like, you know, "I really liked this movie. I'm going to buy it. I'm yeah. going to buy mm-hmm. all of it, and I can do whatever I want now." Well, so you it's know, like,
0: for like distribution of the American <laughs> yeah. adaptation,
1: if there were to be one. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, he was like, "I I gotta be Canada or something." Uh, yeah, no, I
2: I fully believe that he wanted to be Canada. Um, I still like my He's yeah. like, I can be an asshole. That he was <laughs> at a silent auction, and there was a paper, <laughs> and it just said, Akira, 1988. And he was like, dang, I'm sick-ass and bike so, from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he exactly. just fucking signed up. <laughs> he bought it for like $2,000. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, it's a fucking movie?
0: <laughs> so, this fucking manga is dense.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And... It's it is easy, I mean, it's easy to parse from a moment-to-moment basis, but when you step back and look at it, you're like, fuck, that's a lot of shit. Um, I think the best way to adapt this story into a live-action you know, property would be to do it the same way they did uh, Lord of the Rings, which is three three-hour movies with massive budgets. And I think that that would be the best way to tackle this manga, because you can kind of truncate a little bit of here and there, and you'd be able to do all the different character lines. Because Mm -hmm. there's there's times, there's silent moments where we're just watching Ryu just walk around aimless as fuck, and you're just like, I don't know if I need to still see this guy. He could have died a volume ago, and it would made the same like outcome at there was the end. probably
2: like two moments where I was like wait wasn't he dead a full year <laughs> ago didn't he die and I'm like oh I guess that was somebody else
0: <laughs> <laughs> no dude there's two guys with mustaches in the resistance I've named this se- I wrote down everyone's names I named the second guy Ryu too because <laughs> <laughs> I was like I, they're never going to name this guy Mm-mm. that's another thing that kind of bugged me about the manga is that it would introduce a character and then almost never say their name until like right before they died or some shit like they did that with the uh, one American guy that lands in oh, the great, yeah. the great Tokyo or the yeah. great Tokyo empire. His name was the uh, Keith, Lieutenant George Yamada. Yeah. Dang. And so even the one American that lands is still like a Japanese. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Japanese descent. And
2: yeah. I liked his kind of story arc where he like teams up with right or Ryu and mm-hmm. they're like just kind of going and like observing the Neo Tokyo. I liked all that, but exactly. It felt like it just kind of fell short and we read a lot of them just kind of wandering around that ended up, being not really, all for not. Yeah. yeah,
0: we just saw uh Tetsuo kill him in a cool way where he just exploded his fucking head.
1: Oh man.
2: Which I feel like That's we'd already ass. seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cuz then that kind of how he also kills Yamagata, he yep. just, like, blows the back of his head out.
1: I yeah. think he also kind of does that to um like a the doctor whenever he escapes one time. Oh, and, like, in the there's, anime like a doctor and some guards mm-hmm. and he, like, I believe makes it. them explode or something. Dude, there was a
0: part in the anime where a bunch of guards like came up to him while he was trying to escape and he just like swiped and they just turned into a mess on the walls. I was like, yo, fuck, that's crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one thing I, or criticism I saw in the anime, which I'll kind of agree with is that it's just kind of a bunch of violent scenes sewn together with a not-so-great story, and one of those that I agreed with that is, like, the whole part with Kadawi where those they're, like, getting attacked by the Joker gang, and they, like, rip off her top and just, like, <laughs> punch her in the face. Yeah. I was like, that was a lot for... Like, I, I felt
0: bad for her in the book, and to, to see her as, like, such a... Sh- like, a shameless,
1: like, thing in the end, like, wow. And they didn't do very much with her character in the anime. Mm-mm. No. Like, that's, like, the biggest part role she plays... And then later on, she gets squeezed to death by <laughs> Tetsuo when he's growing huge. I guess yeah. she does just
2: die in that yeah, just moment gets, in the anime, She, huh? like,
1: kind of pops. Yeah, it was gross. It sucked. Yeah. Especially because Tetsuo's like, save her, please, Kaneda! Yeah, and it was then she's like... I thought it was crazy afterwards that he was like, I can feel her pain. Her pain's, like, seeping into me. And that just goes to show that they're all connected. Like you a know, life force. Yeah, still, yeah, I
2: want to know if I would have... Because the thing is, is writing the coattails of the manga. I did not love the anime that much. It's just Maybe exactly like. it feels like a mm. a just watered down or just like weak version of something much greater that we read. But it makes me wonder how much I would have liked it if I had seen it ten years ago, or you know, in a time where that it, it could have stuck with me a little bit more. Yeah. So it's Nostalgic. kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a bummer for me that I saw it in this situation because I want to believe I could have liked the movie more for what it is. You I know? always and,
1: feel like. The best way to watch something is like, if there's two different adaptations of it or watch, read, whatever is yeah, like review it, like have re- like listen to reviews or something and just see which one's worse. Watch that one first.
0: Oh, yeah. I and get then what you mean. Do the better like, one, you know? like watch the lesser version first and then go watch the better one. And then you're like, I did like the other one mm-hmm. because I saw it first. That was my exactly. first impression of it. Yeah. So, I feel like that would be my. Like, kind of take on mm-hmm. Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, absolutely. Because I saw that movie, and I fucking love it. I'm sure if I read the book, I'd fucking cry out of my dick about, yeah. <laughs> like, how much sadder it is. Because
1: it, it just got you right in the mood? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> that fucking book.
0: Um, does anyone want to say anything else about Akira? It's... It's, it's good. It's fucking good. I understand
2: oh. why it is the iconic thing that it is. You know, uh, it's it's probably you're right. Like two volumes longer than it probably needs to be. There's a lot, even in the manga that could have been cut down, and that's why it's ironic that the movie is the complete opposite problem. Where he was like, "I'm just going to trim so much of the fat that I'm cutting right into good meat." You know, yeah. like,
1: well, yeah. I what I would like to say is that if you're going to watch or read it or both. You just watch it first. I think yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I I agree. If if someone's going into this blind, never having consumed any Akira, I say watch it. Watch read- it first, and then read the first volume. If you like the first volume, keep going.
2: Mm-hmm. See my the only reason I kind of disagree with that is that Canada, oh, especially. I feel like. I mean, maybe a little bit. I just don't think he gets the the character arc that he does in the manga. And so I don't know if I, if I watched that movie and you're like, now go read 2000 pages about these characters. (laughs) I'd be like, I did not give enough of a shit about (laughs) any of the people I just experienced in that movie to want to go read that many pages about them. So I don't know. Like I think it works. The problem is, it's one of those things you can't ever throw. I couldn't force anybody on Akira because it's so long. You know, I'd be like, "Go read the first volume, and if you liked it, maybe watch the movie." Is I think mm-hmm. what I would say to that. Read the first. Don't read all six books because that's what's going to ruin the movie for you. Because yeah. you're going to get the full story. Mm. Read the first book if you like it well enough. Then watch the movie. And if you really like both those things, then you can finish reading the book. Yeah. Because I don't know. Like, if I watched that, uh, that's my worry. Like, I don't know. I feel like if I would have watched that movie first, I still would not have liked how, like, violent or, like, douchey the characters are, you know, once again, the, you could at least give me your name, you bitch.
1: (laughs) I mean, he's right. She could have (laughs) been. I mean, she
2: could have, but, you know, he could have been nicer.
1: (laughs) No. It's Um, okay.
0: The first three volumes, I feel like, are dope. The second volume, I feel like, could be half the length because it's a lot of, like, tunnel crawling for everybody. They're Mm -hmm. going through sewers and levels of, like, ice chambers and
2: shit like Going that. Going up and down an elevator. Yeah, for fucking a, a slow long moving time. elevator
0: <laughs> a long ass time. That's when uh Tetsuo looks like fucking Vegeta.
2: I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to find those pages cuz yeah, that is cool.
0: Um but it's it's a good book. I I really recommend it. And and the ending kind of does feel like a mix between... Uh, the ending of the anime mm-hmm. feels like a, a mix between the ending of the third volume and the ending of the sixth volume at the same time. Which is really cool. In the actual ending of the manga for you, Paul Damien, the, so Tetsuo turns into Giant Baby, mm-hmm. and he expands <laughs> until he becomes the white Akira event. And then Akira... Decides to combine with, um, not Takashi because he's dead, but, um, let me look up their names, uh, Masaru and Kyoko. And he combines with the them, other two kids. The other two kids. He combines with him in the sky and he creates another Akira event up in the sky and absorbs Tetsuo's away from Neo Tokyo. And it's sick. It's fucking dope. Interesting. <laughs> it's very, it sounds cool. kind of hot. it for a second it looks like a couple of balls for sure nice (laughs) um yeah i mean should we expand anymore i think i think we kind (laughs) of i think
2: we got it yeah
1: i think we got i think we did a a nutshell
2: guys (laughs) how does the manga even end that's what i'm trying to think about. so the, the manga ends with uh the
0: u.s landing in the great tokyo empire that's right and they're coming with relief and like a bunch of Collections of like food and and rations for everybody and then Tetsuo and everybody, Chiyoko, uh, Kaisuke, K, they all come riding in on bikes and they're like, no, this is Akira's land. You guys don't fucking land on our fucking uh, continent anymore. And he like sends them away. Not continent, country. But
2: like, well, and it's even and now that I remember it, it's even cooler because exactly, he's like, "No, nope, this is our place now. We y'all, we'll take all your supplies you brought us. Thank you so much. We yeah. don't actually need your help, so get the fuck out of here." And then, as he's riding away, he says, "Akira still lives among us as kind of like a warning yeah. of like we still have our fucking nuclear bomb, so don't come fuck with us." You know? And I love that. I love that we don't even know if that's true. You know? Yeah. It's very open ended on if that's even an actual fact or not. Well, Akira
1: is everything, so. Kind of.
2: Kind of, actually.
1: Yeah.
0: Thank you guys for listening. Um, Oh, shit. We didn't talk about it, but next week we're going to be doing Kingdom Come. Paul Damien. Oh, yay. I'm excited. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) I'm going to read it. Yay. (laughs) So, yeah, next week we'll be doing Kingdom Come. Um, Follow us on Instagram. That's in our show notes. Hit that. Hit our DMs up. Talk some shit. Come on. Bring it on. I want to hear someone talk shit to me
1: bring it on honestly
0: bring, bring it on I bring wanna...
1: it on part two <laughs> bring
0: it on. dude so, th- th- there must be some clovers in the atmosphere
2: uh, so oh we oh ice 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 ice, ice. ice. <laughs> all right well be sure to kingdom come back next week to listen to us <laughs> talk and uh we will yeah. we will see you then or we'll see you on another time bye guys, bye, guys. Yep.